Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope you're all very, very well. This is episode 25 and features a conversation with the delightful Chris Demakes, who is the guitarist and singer from Scarpunk Heroes, Less Than Jake. Uh, this was great as, I mean, for me, it not only, uh, you know, are Less Than Jake uh, a lot of fun to listen to and Chris was a great guy to chat to, but it also plays into my absolute love of collecting things. Um, so having previously spoken to Roger Lima, uh, this ticked off two of Less Than Jake, and I'm now on to try and complete the full collection. So look forward to attempting that as the podcast goes on. So this episode was recorded at the O2 Academy um, ahead of the Fireball Tour, which also featured Save Ferris um, and had Matt Stocks DJing throughout. Now, I do want to mention that if you're not already aware of Matt's podcast, check it out. Um, It's called Life in the Stocks. And I've genuinely loved every episode I've listened to. There's a link to his podcast within the description of this episode. He's got hundreds of episodes with genuinely amazing guests. Um, He's got quite a few that I've spoken to, um, which is nice. He's also spoken to complete legends such as uh, Ralph Steadman. Um, He's had uh, Frank Carter of the Rattlesnakes on. um, All sorts of people. So yeah, check that out. It's, It's well worth your time. Um, so for anybody who's not aware of Less Than Jake, um, then you've got many, many hours of audio treats ahead of you. They've been around for quite a while and influenced many ska punk and ska punk bands across the world. You can, if you want, you can start by stopping this episode, going back and listening to one of the earlier episodes with Roger. Check that out. And I've also already included um, tracks on the Spotify playlist for the podcast, which you can check out under WIY podcast um, on Spotify. And that'll start your musical adventure. If you're already aware of Less Than Jake and just want to reminisce, um, then do so. Um, As I mentioned in the episode with Roger, I reckon I've been listening to Less Than Jake for around 20 years. Um, And when I was first getting into playing music, I covered quite a few of their songs with friends, um, albeit probably quite poorly, but with a lot of enthusiasm. And that's, that's good enough for me. Um, it's great to hear from Chris about how he got into music, how his tastes in music have changed and, and the people that he potentially didn't listen to back in his day um, that he's decided to sort of latch on to. Um, we also talk about uh, what it's like touring now and, and in the past, his love of dressing up um, and how that came about. And also um, the important topics such as Chris's view on how to say or spell the phrase fair dues. So yeah, we get into that quite a lot. That's enough from me. I'll let you get on and listen to this episode, which is episode 35 of the When in Yorkshire podcast with Chris from Less Than Jake. Enjoy. Well, my name is Chris Demakes. I play guitar and uh, I sing for Less Than Jake. Nice. And... Is this being broadcast somewhere? I hear like a PA. No, no, no. no. Let's just be the sound of this this glass above us. Yeah, it's this it's this beautiful uh, <laughs> dome that we've got above us. So uh, my mom and dad uh, were musicians. Uh, my earliest memories were being in you know sweaty, smoky filled uh, bars nice. and pubs. And what, what uh, sort of mu- what, what sort of music? They did everything from the '50s, '60s, you know, uh, on up to present day. I mean, they. They retired in 2004, 2005, somewhere nice. around, around there. But uh, so I was always around music. It was encouraged. They never 
you know, told me that I couldn't listen to some kind of music. I was, you know, any, anything, anything kind of went. Yeah, so yeah. very musical family. I went to uni um, four months shy of my 18th birthday. And I had taken this guitar that my brother had under the bed for years. He never played. I took it with me just to kind of mess around. And I, yeah, yeah. I knew some chords, but, you know, my, that my dad had taught me, but I didn't really, didn't really play. And I went up and I hit an audition for a couple bands and it was just really bad. Like either they were stuck in the 80s or they were trying to be per- <laughs> Pearl Jam. And yeah, it was yeah. Just, I wasn't hearing anything that I liked. So I uh, got that guitar out and just started playing. And um, that's when the band was formed. Nice. Pre- so just much. straight from just going to pick it up, mess around, see yeah, what comes out. You know, and I, I just I always had kind of an ear for picking stuff out, but I never had really put any time into it. Yeah. So now instead of going to school and studying for six hours a day, I was staying home playing guitar for six hours a day and yeah. may- maybe going to the to the uni for an hour a day. And then uh, <laughs> eventually the band started touring and and that's that's it. You know, nice. the rest is, is history. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of like when your first when you first remember like getting into music at all can you remember like so your your family what um was there any other music outside of your family that you remember like being introduced to and getting um, into well you know it was pretty much all radio based yeah. um you know this was even before mtv mm. uh or heck mtv was around but we didn't have it we didn't have cable we lived in a really small town in florida yeah so it'd be like you know living uh you know, thirty miles that way from Leeds, in the middle of, of yeah, fuck yeah. all. Can I say that? That's, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> basically where, 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 like I came from, right. where we came from. Just literally, so we've got some friends that live in the middle of fields. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, and any music that I was exposed to at, at a young age was um, what was on the radio. Yeah. So there was no punk rock, and then when that started happening, you know, we I had to go to travel two to three hours to, to go to shows. Mm. Um, and we don't have very good public transportation in the States, as you know, uh, or probably have heard, uh, like they do here, where you can just hop on a train and be there and yeah, be there yeah. in an hour and a half. Well, it's so big. It's big. It's so big. It is. It's yeah. big. And, and uh, so anyways, yeah, it was just like the regular stuff that was on the radio. And then, yeah. then I finally discovered, uh, got into heavy metal. That was my first love. Okay. Who? And then, Anybody uh, oh in God. particular that you remember? You know, I mean, just everything. Everything. You know, yeah. Maiden, Motley Crue, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, Metallica. Yeah. Um, you know, so on, so on, so on. Uh, and then punk rock and you know it's funny a lot of the music that was around in the in the 80s or even 90s that I didn't really maybe I was too cool or didn't give didn't give a chance to yeah. uh, I've, I've really been able to I don't want to say rediscover but discover later in life and yeah. it gives you a cool perspective on it yeah yeah who, who is it that you think that you maybe missed out on, on the first time around I guess um, a band like Stone Temple Pilots for instance yeah oh, the race yeah you know, like <laughs> such a cool band I, I think yeah um, yeah but, uh, you know, I saw them live. They blew me away. Uh, and then I was a fan from that point on. That wasn't until, like, 2001. So, wow. you know, when they were yeah, blowing yeah. up in America in the early to mid-'90s, uh, I was too punk rock for it. And I just yeah. kind of, nah, that's on the radio. That, that's got to be shit, you know. <laughs> and uh, so you know, they're just one of several bands like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So you, you guys kind of formed, like, pretty young. Um, in terms of, like, actually putting the band together, how, how did that come about? So you were there. So I... I I lived with um, our old drummer, Vinny. He, him and I grew up in this little town, Port Charlotte. And then I went to uni, and I kept telling him about Gainesville, yeah. where we're from, that you know, this is a mecca for punk rock. There's a club on every corner. They're jammed every night. There's a show going on every night of the week. 
you know, you, you, I didn't, there were some nights I couldn't choose which show I wanted to go to. There was so yeah. much, so much going on there then. It was, yeah, a, yeah. It was a, you know, a magic, magical time. Was that sort of like 92, 93? Yeah, right yeah. around then. And so he came up about a year later, but during this time we were writing songs together and it wasn't called Less Than Jake just yet. Okay. But um, we were, you know, mailing cassettes back and forth in the mail. <laughs> nice. Uh, of just I- your ideas. Of, yeah, of ideas and songs. And uh, some of those songs ended up being like on our first record, you know, so. That was pretty much it. And then, you know, we had a different bass player for about six months. Mm-hmm. And then um, he he didn't work out. And I had met Roger during this time. And yeah. he became the bass player. And then we uh, got a lady in the band who, was, who played saxophone for a little while. And Buddy joined not too long after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty quick process then, I guess. Kind of. You know, looking back, it was only over the, uh, the span of about a year and a half, the inception of the band. But... Those 18 months seemed like, looking back, they seemed like forever. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, it just seemed like really slow period of time yeah. uh, to, to do that. And then the last, um, you know, 26 years on top of that has went by <laughs> in, a, in a blink of an eye. I don't know where the hell it went. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how are those those early days of touring, other than, you know, probably, you, you know, you're in a much nicer van now, at bus even, um, kind of how has stuff changed for you in, in, in terms of being in the band? Not really. You know, not as much as you probably would, would think it would. Um, you know, yeah, we have a, a bus, that, you know, the, the nightliner, as you call yeah, it over yeah. here, where you can sleep in. But, um, you know, it's a trade-off. It, it, this isn't too big of a country, so I'd almost yeah. take the Sprinter van and t- so you could have a hotel every night where you're not moving yeah. in, uh, around a bus. So the grass is always <laughs> greener on the grass is always greener on either side. Like, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. You're going to you're going to whine because you have a nightliner. Fuck yeah. you. You know, but you know, I've it, been in there. It's comfortable. Yeah, no, it is, and it makes you know definitely makes touring easier, but. In all seriousness, um, you know, the biggest thing that touring's different is you know how to tour. Like, okay. I got to Leeds today. Like, I know the, the coffee spot. I know yeah, where the restaurant yeah. is. You know, you, 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 the familiarity is there, and you know what not to do. You know, okay. I'm not going to stay up till 4 in the morning. I'm not going to be out every night. I'm not going to, you know, so I want to yeah, yeah. want to play shows and want to want to feel good because yeah, I'm not yeah. young anymore. So, uh <laughs> It, it makes it easier. You know? yeah, when yeah. I was in my 20s, we were raising hell every night. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's many, many pictures. You, you're, uh, you're big on your Instagram of your sort of throwback pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If anybody hasn't checked those out, they're, they're brilliant. They're, they're just nonstop and, yeah, yep. big on the wigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had like, a ton of wardrobe cases at one point. Yeah, yeah I rivaled Elton John probably in the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> How did that come about? Because, yeah. I, it was out of boredom. It was, just, before, it was before smartphones. Yeah, You'd yeah. be in some city and there'd be like a thrift shop, a good... <laughs> A Goodwill Salvation Army or, yeah, yeah. you know, church thrift shop. And you'd walk in and go, ha, that wig's funny. You put it on and go, you know, how much is this? 50 cents? I'll give you a quarter. Okay. That, <laughs> that's how it started. And you just throw it in the corner. And then next thing you know, it's like, hey, Chris, pick up your shit. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'd go get a bin, get like a big <laughs> yeah, tub, yeah. you know. And then, you know, eventually two bins. I think it was up to like six bins at one point. Wigs, oh, wow. mustaches, yeah, yeah. fake jewelry, watches, <laughs> shoes. You, you name it. I, I would see like, oh, here's a... You know, one of those carnation like flowers. Yeah, or something. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like. I could work with that jacket. You know, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> it was all. Out of, it was all out of boredom. Out of, yeah, out yeah. of fun. Now, now you like you say you got smartphones, you got some games and stuff. I'll yeah save you some money. Maybe porn from China. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, too good. <laughs> <laughs> so in in terms of like uh, the writing process, obviously you have a, a new drummer now. Uh huh. Um, it's going to be a bit different for the new album, I would imagine. How how has that process changed within the band? I guess. Um, well, the the only process that is really going to change is, um, besides the fact that 
every human is unique. So yeah. you replace a human being with another human being. It doesn't matter if they're a, a, a superior musician, they're, they're this, they're that. It's, it's a not, different point of view, it's, I guess. It's, it's, it's different eyes. It's, it's a different energy. Yeah. So the energy that Matt brings is, is great. He's a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, the big thing about Vinny was he was the chief lyricist in the yeah. band. You know, So his lyrics would come out and... He would get filtered through the rest of us, and we all we all contributed to lyrics over the years. Yeah. But but he was the, you know, they came from stem from his ideas. So lyrically, we're we're each writing and okay. um, we're each collaborating with each other, and it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. You know? And I think people, if you like our band, you're going to like it. Cool, cool. So we're not expecting any any huge change or no, n- new the, sound. No, not so much in that way. But the the Matt just plays different Vinny yeah. was, Vinny was yeah. more of a punk rock drummer Matt um, Matt's a little more of a rock drummer if that makes okay. sense yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. just there's some different things where, that I think we're going to be able to do musically but it's not going to be so far outside of the box you're like what band is this yeah, yeah. as soon as okay. Raj and I start singing you're going to know who it is if you know our band yes yeah yeah yeah. cool um, so in, in terms of touring then you guys have been I mean pretty much most places over the years have you got anywhere that's uh, you know a massive favorite other than Yorkshire have you got somewhere yeah. else to say um I mean, there's there's a ton, you know. Uh, Australia is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, Sydney, um, uh, pretty much everywhere in the UK. Not just saying that it is amazing. You know, this was our biggest uh, per capita popularity territory market, whatever the hell you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. You know, we had we saw firsthand what a label and what a push did, and we were in every magazine over here for mm. about five years. We were on TV. Um, you know, we I'd have to like make sure I didn't really have anything to do I would get off the bus and there'd be 300 people surrounding it you know <laughs> wanting you know autograph. Yeah, yeah. And granted they were way younger and <laughs> they're probably in their 30s now and aren't going to surround the bus yeah, but yeah. they're still coming to the shows you yeah, know? yeah and uh, we had that moment here and it, and it was funny because we had already been a band for 10 years at that point so I was 29 I was almost 30 years old when this was happening yeah so here I am at the enemy tent and I've been with Roger we did a signing at Reading or one of the festivals download or something mm-hmm and our label rep says, hey, I'm going to walk you guys back now. We're like, walk us back? We're just going to hang out here for a minute. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm like, no, nah, we're fine. Roger and I start walking out, and we're getting chased by a pack of, like, 30 <laughs> girls that are, like, teenage girls. Yeah, Not yeah. 29 years old. This no, no. And it was just hilarious to me that we had been a band this long, and we had had a, a good level of success around the world, mm-hmm. but this was next level. Yeah. And it was because... Of the push that we were getting, the visibility. My face is in a magazine. You must be somebody. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that whole that whole thing. Yeah. And and we got to experience it in a tongue in cheek way and be like, okay, this probably isn't going to last unless all <laughs> of a sudden we start having some massive hits and we become yeah. that band. But Elton John. This, yeah, yeah, Elton John. <laughs> but this enjoy this and 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 you know for for what it is because yeah. it, at some point not, you know there's not going to be 300 kids surrounding your bus. That I'm not shitting you. It'd be eight in the morning. I remember being in Manchester okay. one morning. I got up. I'm looking at the fucking one. I go, fucking hell. There's yeah. kids everywhere. They got the albums and Fuck CDs. No. And and it's awesome. But, yeah. you know, you just you get up and you have to have a shit. You know, yeah. you're like, you, you, you drank till four in the morning. It's eight. You're on four <laughs> hours of sleep. You're going to shit yourself. And you look out and like, you can't be like, hey, I'm going to go take a shit. I'll be right back. Mate, mate, can I get you to sign this? You know, half hour later, you better be wearing a fucking nappy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that was just yesterday. You like how I change? You like how I change my lingo for the yeah, English I, audience? I don't say I diaper. No, no, I, yeah. I like to. I yeah. appreciate it's it. It's like earlier. I took a kip. Yeah, not yeah, a nap. Nice. Thank you. Nice. It's and good. It, and it's twat, not it's, twat. Yes. If yeah, it was yeah. fucking twat, these dumb fucking Americans, it'd be T W O T. 
Yeah. TWAT's twat. I talked correct. about that last night in Sheffield. They loved it. Yeah, no, it's tr- It's just factually correct as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. So I appreciate the effort. Thank but you very much. I have been factually correcting the English. Now okay, for, go on then. For, for some time. Yeah. And I've only had two people agree with me. Okay. I've brought this up to about a thousand people. And I, just the other day, just yeah. last night, I was talking to somebody else about this. When you say the, the term to somebody over here, you say fair dues. Yeah. How do you spell dues? D-O apostrophe S. Do is. Now, hold on. Yeah. That's how everyone spells it. And let me tell you, I read <laughs> Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath's autobiography. Yeah. And in the back of the book, Tony had written fair dues, or who, his writer, whoever, yeah. D-U-E-S. And I was like. No, it's a different word. Hold, hold on. Let me, let me explain. A do, D-U-E, by mm. definition, is something that is promised or owed. Okay? okay. So if I give you a bill that's yeah. due, here's a bill for, you know, 15 pound, yeah. and you go, that bill's due, you know? Yeah. So if you pay the bill, then I would say to you, fair dues. Yeah. There's no due left. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, why do you yeah. say D-O apostrophe S, and why the hell are we still talking about this? <laughs> Has this come up because of the band? No. It's come <laughs> up because I see fair deal apostrophe as it makes yeah, no yeah. sense. Like yeah. fair dues, that would mean if it's a fair due, then we I don't owe you anything, you don't owe me anything. It's yeah. Fair. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. going with D-U-E-S, no, I'll, yes, I'll, God damn it. I think you might have talked me over. You might have talked me over. And I'm gonna tell you something. I'll, if my band yeah. didn't care, we'd go out tonight. Open up with all my best friends or metalheads, mm-hmm. and for the next hour and ten minutes, I'd talk just about this. <laughs> the band would leave the stage Fuck it, for do a it. fucking hour. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see that happening. Yep, that would be and amazing. Then I, I, I do a mic drop, throw the mic down at the very end, rant after fifty-five minutes, and the lights, house lights go up. Show's over. I'm just wanting to see how like how Roger and the rest of the guys respond to that. <laughs> yeah. Do they even try and interrupt you, or they're just like, oh, we're, right. we're with him. We're with him. Just, just try to see. hold your mate's hand over here. It's fine. We're all friends here. We're all friends yeah. here. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, there's a, a couple of things. So, can you remember your your first ever show? Um, that you that playing that you played that I played. Yeah, yeah. In any band, in yeah. any any public performance. Yeah, it would have been um, in high school. I uh, we had a class called Instrumental Techniques, and which is the most stupidest name for a fucking class. But the class was amazing. <laughs> it's the only class any of us liked. That were musicians, and we got to go in and, and, and play. Uh, and we would form bands with the people. Yeah. We'd have the drummers and the guitarists. And, uh, nice. Yeah, and we got How to old? study. Um, I did that. It was my last two years of, of what you call primary school. Yeah. Here. We call you, high school. You've done oh, so yeah. much research. Oh, I love that's it. That's not research. I've been coming here for 20 <laughs> fucking years. Yeah. Look at the lines of hell on this face. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we would form these little bands. And then after... <sighs> I think the semester was like 16 weeks so halfway through and at the end so twice we would perform twice during lunch so we'd set yeah, up yeah. a stage outside they bring a pa out nice. and we'd do like you know whatever like what did you Black play sabbath covers nice. or rush yeah we played oh, rush. that's yeah. that's a tall order for, yeah, a, for a 15 year old kid yeah <laughs> Fucking hell. yeah so <laughs> yeah so we did this stuff like that and then i got into a band uh hardcore band that I sang for. Right. And Vinny played drums. And we played two shows, one at a skate ramp and one in my friend's garage. And then that after that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And after that, it just kind of went from there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That, that sounds amazing. And was it, did we write your own stuff then? Or was yeah, it, we were writing our yeah, own yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Because 
um, and I spoke, I spoke to Roger about this before. Like, and there's there's no royalties involved in this at all before it, before it goes there again. But yeah, like the gigs that we used to put on as kids, we just used to steal the PA from our school, find a pub that would let us have the back room, uh, set it up, mic everything very very badly if at all, uh, and then we'd play a load of uh, less than Jake covers. There you go, and, and stuff. With I'm it. sure those were as good as my Rush covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> we we destroyed them. We absolutely destroyed them. But but the heart was there. You know, the energy absolutely. was awesome. Um, yeah, one time we used a, a kazoo because our, our brass section couldn't make it. Yeah, so that. And was then you realize the kazoo was cheaper, and they weren't the kazoo's not a pain in the ass to deal with. You just no, put no. it in your pocket when you're done with it. Uh, absolutely, you should give it a go. Yeah, the kazoo, I'd, feel, yeah. feel free. Feel free to take that as a, a suggestion. I, I, I will. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in terms of what's coming up um, for the band, obviously you're writing a new album. Yeah, we're on the road for another month. We'll end yeah. this on the 11th of October. Um, at this, Well, this run's ending next week. Then we go uh, on a 10-day tour of the United States with Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And then we have a show at some casino in Florida that I don't know if it's <laughs> a weird gig we got hired for. And that's on October 18th. And then uh, we record in November. Cool. Oh, we're playing the fest in Gainesville too. Ah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen, I've seen that advertised. That looks great. I've, that, that just looks like a like a, just like a city festival, as far as I it understand. It is. It's, uh, yeah, they sell. They cap it. I think at three thousand tickets. So that plus guests and, yeah. and people that are working there. It's probably about four thousand people that converge on downtown Gainesville, which isn't big nice. to begin with. No. And there's about fifteen different venues. Yeah. Yeah. That they hold shows kind of simultaneously at, so you know this. You know, oh shit, this band's playing here. I'm gonna catch yeah, 15 yeah. minutes of them. And I'm gonna go over here. So it's just energy and chaos. Yeah, yeah. and people are completely blackout, shit faced, drunk. <laughs> yeah, awesome. There's there's drunk around the world that I've witnessed, and then there's yeah. Gainesville drunk. It's another level. Is it, okay? Yeah, That's an experience. It's a dirty, in itself. Yeah, it's a dirty <laughs> yeah. Florida Southern. It's a filth. It's filth. Amazing. Is there somewhere that you haven't been that you haven't toured that you'd like to go to? Um. Probably, you know, uh, my family is of Greek heritage, so maybe Greece, right. you know, but I've been pretty much, you know, the places that, that I, you know, would love to go. I've never been to Turkey, you know, be okay. maybe someplace I'd like to check out. Yeah, um, yeah. Haven't been to the Ukraine, but been to Russia, you know, yeah, yeah. so there are places, but uh, nothing that I, if I, if the band ended tomorrow and I never got in a plane again or traveled, I'd be completely fine with that. I don't, yeah. I don't need to see any place, and that's not coming from a place of ego. I've just been lucky to see see a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's why I'm being able to do it with you know with your friends and being able to play music every night. What friends? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any friends. They certainly aren't that coach out there. <laughs> um, so before we wrap up, you've uh, obviously throughout the years you've, um, you've continued to get sexy. Now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt. You've got you've got a family now. How do you kind of how does that balance with with touring? That's not um, you know we don't tour like we used to. I mean mm. we would we would leave and come home nine months later. I mean we used to yeah. really hit it. Um, and for a band that's been around as long as we have, that's our age, we still tour pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're not going out for six, seven weeks at a time. You know, well, the, the most that we'll do is like three weeks. Right. Um, and then we'll come home for two weeks and maybe play one show and then have another week and a half off. And then we'll go out for another week and a half or two yeah. weeks and then we come home. So, you know. It's kind it, of getting it, that balance, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's just touring um, a little differently and a little smarter. That's yeah, all. yeah. So, it, it's again, it's it's how you approach it with like, you know, is it 
harder or easier to tour now? Well, it, it's as hard as I want to make it on me, or yeah. it's as easy as I want to make it. Yeah, yeah. and know? that must be nice to be in that position as well. That you know, there's people that want want to book you guys. I want to sort of take you all over the world, and you kind of, I guess, yeah, you I mean, have a that, bit of that's saying a, that. It's a good problem to have. We could yeah. we could probably fill in every day on the calendar if we if we wanted to. There's yeah. always some place to play. Absolutely, yeah. that's what, that's awesome. Well, it's a pleasure for you to give up. There it is. Time. I hope you enjoyed that one. Um, I would like to mention that if you've seen the episode photo um, for this one with Chris wearing the snapback baseball cap, and you happen to think, "Yes, I want one of those," they are available from Audio Architect Apparel. And I've put a link to their site within the description of this episode. Um, they make ethically sourced garments that not only look great, but I can say from my personal experience are ridiculously comfortable. Um, if you enjoyed that episode, which I hope you did, then check out episodes um, with um, Chaz from Lightyear, Barney and Lola from Sonic Boom 6, Matt and Johnny of Real Big Fish, um, obviously roger lima um of less than jake um, and also keep an eye over the next few weeks for some other scar based guests so yeah thank you very much for listening um if you can please tell anybody that you speak to that um hints that they like podcasts or just listening to things tell them about the podcast word of mouth really is um the key to to getting this out to more people and every like review um share or whatever and listen it genuinely helps get more and more guests on um i've got some brilliant ones for this year and there's even more that i want to get booked on so any help would be greatly appreciated um yeah i'll leave you now enjoy the rest of your day um i hope you have a lovely time with whatever else it is that you're doing and good night